0: Welcome back to our study of Hebrews chapter three. We're in day four of our look through this chapter. We're gonna look at verses 12 and 13 today. It gives us one other way that we can see faithfulness empowered in our lives. In fact, it's one of the most important ways and one of the most often ignored ways that faithfulness is seen in our lives. Listen to what 12 and 13 have to say to us. See to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But encourage one another daily as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. That last verse, Hebrews 3.13, is one of my favorite verses in all the book of Hebrews. In uh, places that I've taught, midweek, churches I've pastored, sometimes we've done something I call Hebrews 3.13-ing. That just means encouraging, encouraging each other, encouraging each other daily, just giving people, while we're going through a worship service, a sheet of paper and saying, write a word of encouragement because that word of encouragement can change a life. And there's a sixth truth about faithfulness in these verses. The truth is, faithfulness is supported by others. You don't do faithfulness alone. It's supported by others. As we've walked through this chapter, we've seen that faithfulness is a matter of your mind, your will, your heart. It's a matter of your mind, you fix your thoughts on Jesus. It's a matter of your will, you choose to follow him. It's a matter of your heart, You turn your heart to him, not a stubborn heart, but a willing heart. And here we see that it's also a matter of your relationships. Faithfulness is a matter of your mind, your will, your heart, and your relationships. You are not meant, you are not made to be faithful to God all by yourself. So he says to it, see to it that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart. He's saying, we're in this all together a heart that turns away from the living God. That's the Greek word that becomes our word, apostasy. Make sure nobody falls away, turns away from loving God. We're in this together. As you look at these verses, there's two ways of thinking that can turn things upside down for how we're living out this life of faithfulness. They're very clear in these verses. First way of thinking is, it's not your problem, it's our problem. And the second way of thinking is, it takes encouragement, to soften our hearts towards God. First way of thinking is it's not your problem, it's our problem. See to it that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart. In the church, a sinful, unbelieving heart is our problem. It's not the person's problem, it's our problem. We've talked earlier about eternal security and our security before God. The truth of the matter is living out a life of faithfulness, living out a life of security before God It's a daily battle because the Christian life is a battle. And it's a very interesting paradox to me that by entering into a life of security, you go to a battlefield. When you become a Christian, you come into the security of God's arms. And you'd think, well, that's a place of rest. That's a place of comfort. No, it's a battlefield. Now, the fact that it's a battle doesn't mean you'll lose the battle. In fact, we're guaranteed that Jesus will be victorious in this battle. But it's still a battle. It's a battle towards victory, but it's still a battle. And here's the point I want to make here. It's not your problem. It's our problem. It is a battle that we fight together, not alone. You wouldn't take on any significant battle on a battlefield all by yourself. Here I am, the whole army. No, it takes all of us together. And so throughout the New Testament, we see these one another's of fellowship, these one another's that grow us. We're to love one another, to be devoted to one another, to live in harmony with one another, to accept one another, to serve one another, to put up with one another. I love that in Ephesians 4 2 We're to be kind and compassionate to one another, to teach and admonish one another, to hear, encourage one another, to offer hospitality to one another. Again and again and again, these one another's of fellowship tell us how to live out the life that God has for us. And anytime I look at Somebody's problem, and I think that's their problem. I've missed the point of the New Testament. It's our problem. It's our problem. How do we deal with the problem? We deal with the problem first and foremost through encouragement. That's our greatest weapon on this battlefield as we walk through life together. Encouragement. This verse, verse 13, tells us that it takes encouragement to soften our hearts towards God. That's the second major truth in these two verses. It takes encouragement to soften our hearts towards God. Encouragement changes the direction of our heart. And so it changes the direction of our lives. Because of that, what you need to do, what I need to do throughout this day is constantly look for people to encourage. As Hebrews says, encourage one another day after day as long as it is still called today. Is today today? Well, then encourage somebody. As long as it's called today, you better be encouraging somebody. If you meet up with a day that's not today, then stop encouraging, but that's never going to happen. Encourage today, every day. God's telling us here that we all need encouragement to live out a life of faith, to be faithful. It's a universal need. When you feel like you're not being encouraged, what do you do? It's a universal need. Maybe you feel like, well, no one's encouraging me right now, When you feel like you're not being noticed, what do you do? You notice someone else. When you feel like you're not being encouraged, what do you do? You look for someone to encourage. Because the very fact that you feel like you're not being encouraged, that means there's some other people who probably feel like they're not being encouraged. And you can have a pity party and think about how you're not being encouraged, or you can realize, well, I'm supposed to encourage somebody else today. This verse doesn't say sit back and wait for other people to encourage you day after day. This verse says you go and encourage other people day after day. It's amazing how your decision to encourage someone else will not only help them, it will also refocus your life on that which is truly important. And by the way, as an added benefit, if you make a habit of encouraging others, you'll find that people begin to encourage you more often. We always reap what we sow. Now, encourage one another day after day. As soon as you see these words, encourage one another, we tend to think, Well, say kind things to people. Way to go. Good job. Keep hanging in there. And we think that's encouragement. And that can be encouraging, obviously. But there's more depth here than that. This word encourage, it has the idea behind it of to beg, to to urge, to appeal, to exhort. What this is saying, encourage each other daily, what this is saying is fight for others' faith. Fight for others' faith. Don't let that person get a hard heart. Encourage them. Don't let them get caught up in the deceitfulness of sin. Encourage them. Encourage one another every day so we don't drift away from God. That's what this is saying. That's the power of a simple word of encouragement. So the question behind this is, who do I need to encourage today? Now, let me be clear. Not who do I need to evaluate today, but who do I need to encourage today? It's easy to evaluate. It's harder to encourage. It's easy to think, well, they're going the wrong direction. Look at that. It's easy to think you're going the wrong direction, no doubt about it. But it's much more difficult to say, this is the direction you need to go. Because you've got to take some time. you got to take some energy. you got to get out of your life a little bit and get into their life. There's a huge difference between thinking, oh, you're on the wrong track, or even saying, you're on the wrong track and saying, here's the right track. Come on, let's walk it together because I've been on the wrong track before. Believe me, I know what that's all about. I'm willing to help. Let's do it together. So let me encourage you, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, if you've asked him into your life, you have, because of his love today, the greatest resource imaginable. Uh, You may look at your life and think, I'm not as talented as other people, or you may see great talent in your life. You may think, I don't have as many resources financially as other people, or you may be overflowing with financial resources. Whatever position of life you find yourself in, let me encourage you to realize, Jesus loves you. He loves you today as much as he ever will love you, and that love is the greatest abundance you can ever experience. You may see it clearly as I talk about it, and it may be somewhat of a mystery to you, but I got to tell you, it is there. It is there to be drawn upon. His love is there to be relied upon. You can be strengthened by that love. You can rest in that love. And whatever somebody else has said about you, he loves you. Whatever circumstances you're facing, he loves you. Whatever sense of inadequacy you might have inside, he loves you. You rest in that love today. And as you rest in that love today, instead of being drawn into trying to solve it yourself or heal yourself or feel better about yourself through the deceitfulness of sin, you can rest in his love. There is joy there and comfort there and peace there and strength there and life there that you can't find anywhere else. That's where you go. Encourage each other day after day as long as it's called today. Let's pray together. Jesus, thank you for encouraging us. Thank you for encouraging us with the strength of your word and the power of your word to us with your presence in our daily lives through your spirit. Thank you for encouraging us with your love. I pray today that Whether or not we feel encouraged, you give us the faith to encourage somebody else. There are people around us, we're going to run into them today, who need encouragement because we all need encouragement. Show us who to encourage. Show us how to encourage. Give us the opportunity to encourage. And whatever response we get, help us to keep encouraging because you've commanded us to encourage. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Tomorrow we're gonna look together at the power of faithfulness in your daily life.